you don't have to put up with people who don't want to celebrate you. You uh. need people who want to support you. And it's such a, for me, it's like, it seems really like mind blowing. Cause I guess I've like so much of my life been trying to prove myself to others and trying to like, like, Hey, look at me. Like I'm can be your friend. Why can't can I be your friend? Or like, Oh, look at me. Like, let me like, do you like me as your son? Like I can be here. Woo. But it's also like, no, like you actually, like you have so many other people around you that enjoy you and you enjoy those people. And that's, I think that's the exciting thing also about like getting older and also being like a queer person as well, where you're like, Oh, like there's this, the world gets smaller. Hello everyone and welcome to Chai with Rai. Hi, I'm your host Rai and each week I bring you a guest from the creative industry and we discuss all things life and culture all while sipping and sipping some hot chai. Now if you haven't done so, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you love this podcast and are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible or wherever you stream your podcast from, if you could do me a kind favor and make sure to rate the podcast and share it on your stories on social and spread the word. It organically grows the show and connects us with listeners who haven't tuned in before and overall just shares the love. So let's warm up our cuppers and let's dive into the final part and part two. I don't know why I need to say both of them, but with filmmaker, writer, actor and model Justice Jamal Jones. Did you narrate How to Raise a Black Boy and other things? Because I, that's somebody else's voice, right? I initially thought that was your voice. No, that's not my voice. Everyone thinks it's my voice. I thought it was your voice. That's out. not my voice. I don't not even sound voice. like that. No, you don't. But you know how you can like adjust things in post-production. No, I think people feel that way. And I think hopefully that's good. Because it feels like I'm telling the story. That was like kind of my idea of like... I think it's just because I came across your Instagram page and I was like, this person reminds me of me when I was like in my 20s. Their page looks very artsy, very abstract. They do model. They also do spoken word and poetry. They also do film. And I was like, this makes sense. And then I was just like, oh, it's not them. But it's a beautiful oh. voice, whosoever it is. Yeah, no, I think I don't think I could use my voice. And the next project I'm working on, I think I'm going to use my voice. Yeah, but are you acting in it? Where's it? Crossroads something? Why am I saying Crossroad Blues? It's not Crossroad Blues. It's... uh... Oh, Crossroad Blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That one. But also there's this one I'm going to be working on in um, the Cayman Islands. No, as in like, is it with your production company? No, No, it's like kind of just like a magazine kind of artsy film thing. I love how Um, you're explaining it. (laughs) What I mean? Like it's kind of, you know, (laughs) one of those kind of things. Um, And that's going to be kind of my voice going through this like machine got it well um talking about uh activism and making work and things like that with a specific voice and using the digital space to voice those things and is there backlashes of that no i don't think i have that much backlash and that's kind of disappointing to me um disappointing nobody sends you romantical dms you're disappointed nobody These are the things that I want as well. I want dick pics sliding into my DMs. I also want to get cancelled too. Bloody yeah. hell. Yeah, I'm like, come on, like, send them over. Maybe we're just working too hard. That's what it is. I don't know. I'm just like, come on now, like, do something. <laughs> but I don't have that much backlash that I know of. Got it. I don't think there's backlash about me on the internet. Um, oh, there's, there's in person. Maybe in person. Maybe. But... I feel like, I don't, I, I I feel like with activism, it's kind of, I don't know. I feel like 
my work activates people. I honestly don't necessarily feel like an activist necessarily for myself, to be completely honest. Um, just because I feel like I haven't put in that type of work. Like, I don't really, I just don't really see myself that way. But I think just in general, there is always like a little element of po like politics and pushing boundaries just by being yourself. Like I even find this, like I, I'm in Nebraska and I like show up to the gym in my little like crop tops and not to say that that's activism, yeah. but it's people, like people are like a little bit like taken aback and I'm not going to change it. That's what I like work out in. Like I'm not going to change that, but it's like, I know that I'm changing the space I'm, around, I'm in. You know? Can I, it, I interrupt that thought if that's okay? for a second because a question just came into my head I find um clothing as an extension of our bodies and just our bodies a very interesting thing within the queer space especially with what the perception of sexuality and attraction is meant to be or beauty so in terms of like muscles or ripped or slender or x y and z yeah. do you think wait are you would you say you're comfortable with your body and in showcasing that in terms of yes or no I think yes in the way that it's disposable yeah <laughs> like I think, I think I feel like my like the the body is just so like it like is ever degrading I think in layman terms I'm always intrigued to know this when I have people who, who are just that would you be as as um as showcasing let's say if you were I don't know 240 pounds heavier a little short a little hairy a little different and things like that I think so in the ways that I don't think it really for me it doesn't really matter like I really am like like I say like I think beauty is evil I think there's a lot of I think like these beauty standards are really toxic and really intense on people um, and even if you are a beauty standard or you're in that space, those people are still miserable. And so like, no one's winning, um, <laughs> you know, like no one's winning. Like I like, you're like, why are these models literally getting plastic surgery? And like, because they live in that system, it's like capitalism. Yeah. It's like, you can still be, you can be a billionaire, but you want to be a billionaire, you know, like you can be worth 1.5 million, but you're in that space where everyone else is like, oh, we're worth 500 million. And you're like, okay, so I need to grind more so I can be in that elite space. And it's just like ridiculous. And I think that also is what for me is kind of, kind of adds to that, like, I guess like sexual dryness in some ways for myself, um, with others, with myself, I've been feeling very sensual and very sexual within myself. Like even I was at the gym the other day in the hot tub and I, I've been working with this voodoo priestess and I called her and I was like, I feel so good in the water. <laughs> literally have been feeling like, so like mermaidian, I guess if that's even a word, just feeling very like, I guess like ethereal, but not even but not because of the way that I look, but because of the way that I feel and like the knowledge that I have now about myself. I also have been realizing that like, as I answer why I'm also really, like I really love like a Peter Greenway movie or a Ken Russell movie because they show nudity and the body and such honesty and like kind of everyone looks bad naked or everyone looks good naked. Like it doesn't really matter. Does it make any sense? Yeah, no, it does. Like and there's always like a weird part of us that's like gross. <laughs> I don't know what's up with me. It's like comedy is like music with me. Like I yeah. don't want to hear a men's voice. I what? Do, like music, I do not want to hear a men's voice. A man's voice. There's what? very few men I will listen to sing. What constitutes as men? Because are we saying Sam Smith? Because they're non-binary now. I will listen to Sam. 
Lil Nas? Sometimes, yes. But he doesn't uh, sing. Who is a singer that is also... There's not a lot of male singers anyway, so that's good. Yeah. But I will not. Do you know who I got into Yola? I don't know if you've ever heard of her, Yola. Mm-mm. She was in the Elvis Pres- uh, Presley film, and she makes, like, these jazzy, rocky songs that are just, like, soulful and, like, so genius at the same time. She's really good. Wait, who would be male singers then? Probably, like, Harry Styles. I don't like Harry Styles. I'm not here for it. Not, I, like, really lost. And I'm not, like, I'm not a hater. I'm not, I love, I will tell people who, like, like, people are like, oh, I don't like Ariana Grande. I'm like, no, she's good. Like she can no, sing. they're talented. I just don't like people who queer bait. Like, I'm not here for Timothy Chalamet, like queer baiting. I'm not here for Harry Styles queer mating. It feels like, are you making fun of me? Like, I feel like I'm like, are you making fun of me? Wait, who? When people are queer bait, queer bait, and I'm queer like, baiting. Are you, yeah, are you making fun of me? <laughs> yeah, but Harry Styles does that, and so does Timothy. What are you doing? Because it's like I don't know. I'm like, but also it's like Harry Styles. Like wearing glitter doesn't mean that you're gay. Like. Have you ever been to a gay, have you seen gay people? Are you asking me? Or are you asking Harry? Well, like, I'm asking Harry Styles. I'm like, has he ever seen gay <laughs> I'm like, sure he has. I'm pretty sure he has. No, but like gay people be like, are like, like now in this weird emo phase. Like everyone's wearing black and like. That's a very interesting. Or Balenciaga went bad. They were like Balenciaga demons. This is a very ingenious generalization, but I'll take it. <laughs> I just feel like in New York I'm like everyone's like grungy and like wearing like like big oversized pants and like black eyeliner and maybe a little like a little like clutch and like they're like kind of like grungy and like (laughs) you know what I mean like wait who did you just remind me of what it just reminded me of like this um this like comedy program thing that I just watched. She was hilarious. But yeah, I I, I would fit this is why I need to move to New York. I would fit right in. I went through my Evanescence phase, my red chili peppers, Green yeah. Day, baggy shit, emo phase. Oh, good times. I also feel like everybody needs to go through it. Yeah, it's a great time. Yeah. You know, I like revisit it sometimes. Okay, so wait, Harry Styles was one. Who was the other person? Charlie Puth sings. Oh, we're not even talking like good singers. You're talking about pop singers. I'm talking like pop singers, yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, Charlie Puth. Don't care. That's it. So who's in the listening circulation right now? Okay, there's this artist named Agnes. Oh, so good. They have this song called Not Dangerous. Got it. And literally gave me like a queer orgasm. Me and my sister were driving and we listened to it and it was just so good. Say it again. Again, I'll pop it on my Spotify. Not dangerous. And it just went like, it's just like, you don't expect it. It's And it keeps going and it just keeps going. All and right. you're like, then. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm listening to like a lot of Arca. A-R-K-A? Arca. You know Arca? I don't A-R-K-A. know. She's no. like a little... A little, a little, little, little demon herself. No, I don't. Sorry, but I'll, I'll listen to her again. Um, I'm listening to a lot. Of, let me see. Let me just pull up my phone. <laughs> I'm listening to slow ballads these days. That's what I'm in the mood for. Oh, slow ballads. Okay. Yeah, just chill. Slow ballads. I'm listening to Kim Petra Slut Pop. Okay, I'm listening to Melanie B 
also known as Melby, also known as Scary Spice, and her and her um, solo album in the year two thousand. I'm listening to Janet Jackson's Velvet Rope, like it's. Oh, that's a good one. I'm telling that's how I feel right now. Um, I love Janet. I feel like Janet should have such such a um oomph. Like Janet should have so much more. Janet Jackson and Tina Turner. I feel like they should. Yeah, Jackson created pop, like created the pop girls. Like she birthed every single one. I will always say that I knew Michael Jackson through Janet Jackson. I didn't even know who Michael Jackson was because I grew up in the era where Janet Jackson was like. You know, that's the truth. My sister called Janet Michael Jackson Janet Jackson's brother. Which is fine. Like, and that's the, the truth. I feel the same way. I love Michael Jackson. He's great. But Janet Jackson does something different. Um, I am listening to, I like the one song called Antihero off of Taylor Swift's Midnight's. I just find it really honest. Also, Brie Runway. I'm I'm listening, if you're interested, I'm listening to this. I think she's Canadian and Iranian. Her name is uh, Nemesis. Okay. And the song is called Paper Thin, which is really cute. This is a question which I like to ask everybody, which I think is intriguing. The pillars of what makes a confident person are your grit, your conviction as a person, which is from in your spiritual or religious faith and the support around you so that can be your friends your family your financial support any sort of thing those are the three pillars for me that I feel like make a person really confident and convicted in their path and my question to you is if you didn't have all three of those things would you continue to do what you're doing today and be the person that you are I think so maybe I'm not sure I feel like the ebb and flow of what I have and what I don't. Sometimes I feel like I don't have all three all the time. So I feel like if in the past, if I have had all three all the time I, and I'm still wasn't doing horrible, like I feel like I still do what I want to do. Got it. Do you have conversations about um, not just surface talks, but real deep conversations with your family and your friends about things? Or do you have a specific part of people that you go to to talk about different things? With my friends, I have really like deep conversations with them. Um, I feel like that's kind of a lot of where I have my deep conversations. I also have deep conversations with my mom and probably my sister the most out of my family. I feel like with my dad, I'm I don't know, like I've been I'm home right now and I'm I feel like you wouldn't you would be really surprised, but I feel like quite invisible at home. And you like maybe like that confuses people a lot, but I do. You know, like I I like my family seems like my dad's really like a lot of the time like uninterested in stuff that I'm doing and like like doesn't ask these questions. You know, like I'm kind of just floating around. And I think that's okay. And that's something that I'm learning. And I feel like it's a part of like, I don't know if this is even the right word, like a karmic debt or something. Um with my with myself and in realizing that I don't need others to validate me and that there are like beautiful people around me that are interested. You know, it's like like it's like like you know like I like had like maybe like a rough time in the day with my my dad, but it's like, oh wow, there's this person who's literally in London who likes my work enough to ask me about stuff. And that's like really amazing, you know? And like that feels good. And so like it's like just realizing that I've been realizing like you don't need like when people don't want you, you don't need them, you know? And it's really like that sounds really rough, but it's like you don't have to put up with people who don't want to celebrate you. You uh. need to be around people who want to support you. 
And it's such a, for me, it's like, it seems really like mind blowing. Cause I guess I've like so much of my life been trying to prove myself to others and trying to like, like, Hey, look at me. Like I'm can be your friend. Why can't can I be your friend? Or like, Oh, look at me. Like, let me like, do you like me as your son? Like I can be here. Woo. But it's also like, no, like you actually, like, you have so many other people around you that enjoy you and you enjoy those people. And that's, I think that's the exciting thing also about, like, getting older and also being, like, a queer pe- person as well, where you're like, oh, like, there's this, the world gets smaller. It gets really, like, you kind of become, even though people do fight a lot, there's still, it's like, they're all kind of our family in a weird way, which is strange. Because if you think about it, 1% of like the world is queer, maybe like three. That's not a lot of people. I think that's like so magical to be a part of that. I I find that fascinating, especially because I think as being artists and some of the time our job is so much to be the the buy selling product of our work. So be like, look at it, watch it. This is the thing. We need investment for X, Y, and Z. And I think sometimes that carries over from our experiences, from either being rejected from family members or from friends and things like that. And I'm always intrigued how people really connect with other people without having that wall as well and where do they store that emotional turmoil you say in one of this thing which is conserving your energy for the right people but i'm also intrigued of not becoming a victim of it and knowing that conserving my energy doesn't necessarily mean that i am caging myself off that's like that's one thing i've been learning too it's like such a balance where you can still be open you can still be flowing but just not flowing that way. A river that's flowing, but like flowing around people. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna give that energy, but like I'm not gonna miss out. Like you know, one thing I one thing I think was really huge for me was like I remember we went on a um, a family like vacation, and I like was feel like I don't always feel good on family vacations because I like honestly like I felt really villainized my whole life, and I think that's really interesting. Where like I'm like oh like I come home and there's always a problem with me you know and it's not and it's not it's not like in a way that like I can't handle these things but it's like I I shake things up in the house you know and we went on like this trip and like I met new queer friends while I was there and they were like oh you seem kind of like caged up and I was like wait a minute this is not normally me you know like and like even now like you're catching me in a time where like this isn't really me you know like I don't feel fully myself right like I feel myself but I don't feel like necessarily the like always empowered justice I guess but it's like okay, I can give you that energy without holding back. Whereas in other places, I just like, I have to like kind of hold that for the right people. Do you have a problem letting people into that space? Not a problem, maybe that isn't the word. Like, uh, like, do I feel like I'm not like vulnerable a lot sometimes? Letting the right energy or the right person in versus so simple things when I see how I'm treated or I see how other people are treated so be it in the industry or be it in relationships I kind of backtrack and I let very rarely some people through like for me the words love and friendship are very sacred and I say them to a very small amount of people and it takes a lot for somebody to get through to for me to be able to call you that for me to be able to let you and we can have conversations like deep chat like everything I can tell you about my life you can tell me about yours we can talk about trauma but it really 
takes a long time for me to get to that space where I can give you those those things yeah. um in in similar to that that is what I feel like I'm asking you which is does it take you a while or do you feel like that there is something that really holds you back from giving that connection to other people? Honestly, it doesn't really take me yeah. a while. It just takes me a couple of like, I'm not really quick in like, for example, like if I'm at a bar or like if I'm at a club, I'm not really that open. Yeah. I think just already like, whoa, there's a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> you know, like that I know like there are places where I'm just like not having a not like really there. But like, you know, I feel like more and more, like the older I've been getting, yeah. Like I feel like especially also after being in New Orleans, like being in a space alone, you realize how much you need people. And like I, I, I feel like I've been allowing myself more and more to be open and to like wanting to connect with people and like feel things with people you know um and I feel like I was always like that I just feel like there was like a stent of like distress that happened through trial and failure especially in New York with like me coming out and my dad acting weird and me starting to date people and not dating the right people and like befriending people and not the right friends and then after all that you start to like be like oh my god like is there any like oh god I don't know about that but the truth is what I've been realizing is that I already know like I've already like subconsciously sifted out the people so why like continue to interrogate people you know like I've already moved I've already moved on like you're not even in those six spaces you know like you're not you're not doing what you used to do so why do you continue to interrogate them in this way so there's the game section of the show, which I call Super Child, play with Rai. Where if you want to play with Rai, you play with Rai. If not, you sip your chai, which I hope you have. You've got a chai. I'll be right back. Long. Uh, it's just on. <laughs> It'll probably cold now. It's so cold. It's so cold. Just have it there for a fact. My apologies. What are you having anyway? It's like hot apple cider. Wait, but, do y'all do mulled wine or is that just a thing here? I think mulled wine is a great thing. I love mulled wine. I got into that. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't really drink that much, but I'm a wine. Per I'll do wine every like three months. But I think mulled wine is a great thing. I think it's also, it also feels good. And also like, you're not like weirdly crazy drunk off of it. Yeah. Or I'll drink like chartreuse every so bit, but I'm not a huge drinker. What's a chartreuse? Um, it's like a, um, hello to the person in the background. Um, chartreuse is like a green liqueur Okay. made of all these different herbs. My mom's yeah. staring at me because I stole her, her shirt for this. Oh, okay. Hi. And, and she's looking at me like, okay. she said she's a fashion icon. Well, you still, well, people still your clothes and you're an icon. Are you a trendsetter? The trendsetter. So, sure. I, I mean, like, I loved your painting. So apparently your painting's being stolen. Your clothes are being stolen. Hi. What's next? Can she say hi to you? Of course she can say hi. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, that looks cozy. What did you just move? Oh, this was my my dog. This is a dog. My, oh, my... I was like, did I just <laughs> burp? any attention that he's not involved in. Yeah. It's so lovely nice to, so to meet you. Wait, what dog do you guys have? You have a golden doodle. What's a golden doodle? Can I see? Melo, come here. Is it like a golden retriever? Golden retriever and a poodle. Oh, I so badly want an Australian shepherd mixed with a collie. Yeah. And a sausage dog. Yes. 
but a gray one, a gray sausage dog. I see. So there's a place near here, which is called Hampstead Heath. And apparently dogs get stolen there left and right, especially if they like rare breeds. Like a dog park? It's it's like a it's like a foresty it like it'll be kind of like um wait it was it Central Park in New York but is it quite woody no yeah so imagine that amount of acre of land with like ponds and things like that but it's really woody and you can let your dog free yeah but also there's like gay cruising that happens there all the time we love that we do love that. I've never cruised in my entire life. Have you cruised? Yes. I've never cruised. Okay, so there's certain things that as a queer person or as a gay person, one needs to go through cruising. I've never done it. I also like, I'm always... Sauna, wait, steam room sex or sauna, have you done that yet? No. Wow. I just feel like... I feel like it's like, I'm just like, here we are. I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I like, I don't have that. Like, I don't know. I I don't, I feel like there's like a signal that I don't know. I mean, not, it's just, I think the, for, the thing is, it's like an experience because dogging and like cruising, all of these things are like experiences of the generations before, let's just say. But it, but I feel like that ends up, I end up with the wrong people i feel like i haven't been able i'm like oh god like i've never been in a situation where i'm like oh i'm going to cruise with this person that well go and take somebody or like get on grinder and meet somebody there get on grinder or scruff or whatever the app is no but like you can meet people from that and just be like meet me in the park okay i guess that's but like i've never like had the like i'm in person i'm Uh, here we're at the mall you know, no, but cru- wait, yeah, you gotta never in my life. Unless your mother is there, then don't do it. Sorry, he shouldn't do it. <laughs> your mother's like, What the hell is this boy teaching? <laughs> I'm just saying, you gotta live your, you know, your your whole life. Never, never take the dog, take the dog with you for protection. But I, would, like, I think it'd be fun. But I'm like, this it is, is fun. I'm just like, this is not, I'm not, nothing is, it doesn't line up. Like, even with my friends, like, we be, we go to the gayest gym on the planet. Equinox okay. in, like, because all, all of the equinoxes in apparently New York are, like, super homo. They are. But also, I go to Blink in Bushwick, and that is even more gay. Okay. It's like, and nothing happens. Maybe I just look mean. Maybe I'm just not, ha- maybe I. I'm like not super like outgoing, I guess. I'm just like, Babs, what's happening? What do you want? What, do what you is want? happening in the US that you're not getting it? Okay, I can't say that because it's up while I'm recording, but I have, I have, a, I have a hot take. All right, so we're back. We're going to play some games. The first section is called Sip a Chai or Play with Rye. I don't know what this is. Let's I just... love the accent. I don't know what this is. All right. So the first section is called If I Was A. So if I was to be like, if you were a color, what would the color be? And you'll be like, whatever. Make sense? Yes. All right. Fab. So the first is, if you were a movie, what would the title of that movie be? Try and make it original and not something that already pre-exists. In five, four, three, two, one. I don't know. I really don't know. That's hard because, you know, I like movies and it's really serious. Yeah, but the first thing that comes into your head, nobody's taking this shit seriously. Let's just, come on, you got this. The thing that came to my mind was like, I don't know. I don't know. Just say like, okay, what would the storyline of I don't know be? Of my movie? Yeah, it's so. I don't know. I don't like these questions because it's too much. Oh! This feels so serious to me. I don't. 
No, I'm serious. It literally like if if you were a movie, it would be called I don't know, Bye Bye Birdie. It would maybe be called Just How to Raise a Black Boy. No, Birdie exists. Boy <sighs> too. This this is getting rid of. Uh, fine, let's just move on to this. If you were a drink, what would you be? Ginger ale. Oh my god, same. I have no, Schweppes. I have literally Schweppes ginger ale. It like stocked up here. You love ginger ale. Uh, love ginger ale. So uh, if you were a food, what would the cuisine be that you would be? I feel like I would. First thing that comes into your head, quickly, quickly. Ooh, I would be like a Creole sushi, like fusion. Uh, if you were a dessert, what would you be? I would be peach cobbler. If you, oh, I've never had one. They don't do it in the UK. If you were a claw, what would you be? I would be like. Seafoam. Sure, that's a color. Yeah, it is. Seafoam. Like, it's like between green and blue. Like turquoise? Turquoise, I guess. Sorry. But like, is it Americans that say seafoam? Or mint. Something like that. Color. If you were a clothing item that was your own and not your mother's, what would you be? I would be a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a flower or a plant, what would you be? I would be... A Venus flytrap. If you were a song, an original song, what would the title of that song be? Try and make it the first thing that comes into your head and very quick. Come on, come on, come on. These are meant to be quick games. The siren song. The siren song. Okay, you're going to sing the siren song in five, four, three, two, one. Go. This is the siren song. It's not too long. That's, that's it. That's literally the song. Oh, that's the end of the song. There's no melody. There's nothing. Wow. So it's a very interesting song. Okay, this next section is called Have You Ever? All right, be be very quick with it. Have you ever hooked up with a fellow artiste or an admirer? Yes. Have you ever flirted to get ahead? No. Okay, have you ever joined the Mile High Club? Nope. I don't know how somebody would do that because those air stewardess, they like they literally patrol like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> My mom's doing this. I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't know how they do it either. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make it, sense. It also is a very confined space. And those... Oh, way too much pressure. Way too much pressure in the air. Ah, too much. Have you ever peed while swimming? Yes. Okay, what would you rather, be rich or famous? Rich. What would you rather, critical acclaim or win awards? Critical acclaim. Critical acclaim. Netflix or chill? Chill. Fairy tales or mythological tales? More and more now, mythological tales. World peace or equality? Um, I think world peace includes equality. Oh, well done. I always love when people say <laughs> equality. And I'm like, doesn't one lead to the other? Um, dogs or cats? I don't know. I like them both now. All right. The next part is called, have you ever watched um, Legally Blonde? Yes. You know how they're just like snaps, snaps for Katie, snaps for this. Okay. Well, this is going to be acting improv then. Let's call it that. I'm going to give okay. you three words and you have to create a 30 second monologue using these three words. Are you ready? Your three words for your first monologue are coup, rain, and wine. I'm going to count to five and you're going to give me your coup, coup. Ready? I'm going to count to five and you're going to give me a 30 second monologue. Five, four, three, two, one. The bird cooed in the wet rain in Spain. I sat in a puddle and drink my wine. That wasn't 30 seconds, but that's fine. You'll make it up to the next <laughs> so one. Go for 30 seconds? You have to go for 30 seconds. Your next one, uh, the three words are eucalyptus, okay, tour, and sensual. Okay. In five, 
four, three, two, one. The eucalyptus trees grew in the forest and they grew and grew and grew. Little did they know they would be bent and their shape would become a become couture on a beautiful model in France. Five. What is the last word? What was the last word? I don't know. What was the last word? It was sensual. Sensual. Oh, on couture and on this the model and it's okay. For the it's okay. You, your third, your your last, your last, your last word. Sensual. Okay. Your last three words are woodland, gravity, or obscene. Okay. Okay. Remember them in five. Four, three, two, go. Woodland creature danced and frolicked through the um, grass. He would throw a pebble in the air and it would fall. And he would wonder, what is gravity? He then threw a stick in the air and it fell. And Five. he would, what is gravity? The birds in the sky thought he was weird because it was obscene. I, I feel like this is like, I feel like I'm being tortured. I, oh my God. I you thought you liked that. Oh my God. <laughs> what words of wisdom would you give to your mirror self today? Um, I would tell myself to brush your teeth before you go to bed. Because you don't? Sometimes I don't, yeah. How do your teeth stay white then? Oh. If not brushing teeth, kids, makes your teeth white, then, you know, maybe we should stop brushing our teeth. Um, peaks and valleys is a question I ask everybody. A peak is a high point of your personal professional life. What was it? What lesson you learned from it? A valley is a low point of your personal and professional life. What was it? What lesson you learned from it? If you don't want to share the exact point, you can just be like, in the year so-and-so, something of this incident happened and it taught me this okay wait i couldn't hear you could you say that again please a peak was it was finishing how there's a black boy and seeing how that was going and just like having a film that was done and seeing that and that was like a huge high point for me low point was falling out that window and i <laughs> i think that the first like the how does Black Boy taught me that you can, if you work hard, you can actually get something done. Um, and that's like the most magical thing you have is your agency and your ability to work hard. My low point for um, everything for when I felt the window was I realized that I like allow people a little bit too much to convince me to do things I don't want to do. Um, and I also realized that like, alcohol and drugs are not my friend i don't think they're anybody's um where did you go on a date that you fell out of a window was it at a restaurant where the window was open or was it like you were climbing stairs and then you fell out the window so i was at actually outfest i had just like screened my film i had like won an award and it was great Instead of just going home and enjoying myself, I uh, went on this like second grinder date with this guy. And he was like, we should just go to my place and chill and smoke. And I don't smoke. And because in the past, I've been in California in the past, I've been really paranoid and I get paranoid all the time. So I was like, sure, it doesn't matter because I'm in. LA. I've done this before. I know. <clears throat> so I went with him. We got these edibles. I took these edibles. I smoked and then took more edibles and then just 
don't remember anything. And I apparently fell out the window. Wow. Did you have bruises? Yeah, I like broke my hip. Wow. Like, I fractured my hip. How long did the recovery period last? Um, actually not that long. Surprisingly, I like didn't die. So and I I like like my body was like in the best shape it could ever been to follow the window. So I like was I like went back to New York in December. And Work out, kids, so you can have no more. <laughs> and did the MTV commercial, and then the year started. That Wait. was like this time last year. Amazing, amazing. Um, bitch don't is a new section which I introduced. It's a thirty second rant because we all love a little rant. Okay. So you get thirty second to rant about anything that you would like to rant about, but you have to say the word bitch don't either at the start or at the end. Okay, bitch don't. Bitch down. Okay. Have you got something? Yeah. Do you want me to put the timer on? In four, three, two, go. Bitch don't like com- bitch don't talk about Kanye West ever again. I'm like honestly so done with this human being that I can't do anything about it. It like actually, and I don't even know if it's funny at this point, like the fact that he was like being anti-Semitic and doesn't understand that like anti-Semitism, like correlates to like five seconds i was like i can't do it he's done i cannot stand that man i cannot because it's like people think he's a genius and that's so scary i do think that he's creative you cannot deny the man's creativity there's so many creative people but he's not a genius yeah i i'm not saying he's a genius i'm saying he's creative no he's creative my kids are creative in preschool Ooh, that was <laughs> wow you made a painting that's creative you're so creative yeah but i mean creative on a different setting where like you can mass produce albums you can like you know program things you can like he's design- horrible he's a bad person <clears throat> bad person i'm done done he's just such a bad he's so evil. i just can't Well, everyone, that brings us to an end, and I hope you enjoyed that. I want to say a massive thank you to the guest for their time. All of the information about the guest, myself, and the show will be listed in the bio. Make sure to follow, share, comment, and subscribe. Show us all some love, because isn't that what we want at the end of the day, some love? Your support really helps the show and the message of it grow and the people that are on here. Thank you again, and as I always say, breathe in, breathe out. Now must go, which means now I must go. I own that. That is copyrighted and I will sue. (laughs) Joking. Have a great one and stay curious till next time.